Okay, so here we are, part three of this really deep subject. Why don't my products sell? It's such a fascinating question. It's specifically fascinating to me. Laura's pulling that apart. We've talked about the idea of keyword research. We've talked about the idea of JVs. We've talked about the idea of PPC, paid per click advertising. We've talked about the idea of building a list. Now, Laura has another idea, and I just had to start a completely new section because I'm thinking this is pretty huge. What, what, what do you got for us now? Well, Keith, if you look at all those things that you just listed off, um, they all have a common thread. You are building the product, yet you are not taking success for the ownership or not taking ownership of the sex success of the product. Easier said than done. So you've built it, but you're relying on others 100% to bring others to the table to buy it. You're not taking ownership of the success of your own product. Mm-hmm. There is not one way to monetize a product. So you can get it out there in a lot of different ways. As an example, if you've got these products that are so great, like the um, Twitter for Actors that is a proven model that you know people need, is it on ClickBank? Is it on JVZoo? Do you have it on platforms where people can sell it that you don't even have to know that are looking to promote to that same niche? Mm, mm. Can you explain a little bit of what you just said there? I'm not, I'm not f- totally familiar with what you've just said there. Okay, you need to do some research as one of your homework assignments for this week on ClickBank and on JVZoo. Yeah. These are both platforms where you can list your product as a product for other people to promote on your behalf. Now, people that are within a certain niche, like if they, you know, there's a lot of different acting products out. There are a lot of affiliate marketers who build really big, awesome lists that they just want to promote. They don't want to create it in products. They just want to promote to that list, and they need good stuff to promote to them. So you can go to ClickBank or JVZoo, and you can put your product on there. Now, again... If you put your product on there and you just sit back and kick your feet up, chances are not much is going to happen. But if you start doing a little bit of research to find people that are in that niche that are promoting to actors, Mm. well, now Mm. you have somebody to go to. And then instead of saying, here, we'll do it like this, I'll give you 50%, you say the product is on ClickBank or the product is on JVZoo. Here's where you can go to promote it, and you send them all the information. You build affiliate tools to support their efforts. You build one set of tools, and no matter who promotes you, they can use them. So Look, it's a very good idea. I don't know if anyone else has heard of this. I'm sort of familiar with it a little bit, but it's a very new area for me. So I love creating products. That's what I do. This is what I do. I love creating products. Unfortunately, they don't sell that well. But I'm guessing there's other people that don't create products but love selling products. Absolutely. And that they, that nothing gives them greater joy than to say, hey, I found this really great video series about how you can use Twitter if you're an actor. looks great. It's a win-win, isn't it? Absolutely, it's a win-win. But you have to do the research to find the people that promote within that niche. 
Mm-hmm. So again, you have to take ownership for your own success. If you want to build products, make sure you're building products that people want, that there is a niche and a need, that your products are based on solving their problems, and that there are people that exist to support your products. Now, you complicate things for yourself a little bit if they're not related to where you can resell to your existing list. So as an example, my physical products business, not only is everything um, connected and related so that I can get multiple sales from singular people, but as I introduce new products, they fall in that same realm. So I'm building a base of customers that I can repeatedly go to. You spread yourself out so that you're not necessarily with, you know, in some cases you can resell with your products, but in a lot of cases you're spread very thin. Mm. So, you know, some people may say, I want to make sure they're all related. I I want to keep a, a, you know, sort of a tight knit group of products so that I can sell to the same people. Some people like the idea of selling to different niches so that you can build a variety of lists and then you Mm. can monetize that list with other people's products instead of always creating your own. Um, But that leads us to the question, do you have a list? Mm. Yeah, I do. It's very small. Um, It's very, very small. I use AWeber, which I love. Mm -hmm. And um, so my strategy there, just in case people are exploring the email marketing idea, I have an e-book which is my teaser. I'm revamping that because that's not working that well. And then once people um, join the list, I have a 14-part autoresponder. It started with 12 and I just keep building it because I just love the idea of I'll just get someone getting something once a week. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. Your ebook hasn't been working, so you're revamping it. Why are you spending time on something that's not working when you've already told me that podcasts work for you? Well, there it is. I mean, that's that's a big question. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think do you think the podcast should be the hook? Well, you could do if the ebook is great content that will help people, turn the ebook into a podcast. You already know that that model works for you, and make that the opt-in. And then the ebook can just be a secondary guide. You can still give it out with the podcast for those mm. who want to read, but. If you are, if you already recognize that something doesn't work, then putting your energy into making it not work some more is the wrong place to put the energy. If you know something that is, does work, migrate that way. Yeah, look, that, there's such an amazing insight, and I'm so glad that we're recording this and I'm answering honestly. The way my autoresponder works is that you, on day one you get the ebook, on day two you get part one of my 12-part audio series. So it's very, very simple for me just to take the ebook out and start with the ebook. I've already got a 12-part autoresponder series of podcasts. That's what comes with the ebook. So the ebook is not working for people to opt in, but people are enjoying the podcast. So what I hear you say is make the podcast the hook to get more people to sign up because they, once they get it, they're really enjoying it. And then... The ebook, if you want to gain love with your list, the ebook becomes a great thing to just send out as a freebie. Hey, I made this ebook. Um, it really goes along with the 
the 12-part podcast that you already heard. I just wanted you to have it. Um, you know, n- no sale. Just This is just for you. It, mm. it gives you a way to love your list if you flip that equation. Wow. Now, you said you know that I, uh, have I said somewhere in the last five interviews that podcasts are working, you, you get an intrinsic hit that that's a great list builder idea? Well, I, as you know, I personally do not have my own podcast. However, I have friends um, and other colleagues that I interact with that have hugely successful podcasts, like off the charts. Um, if that is the method that you want to use, then it can work. But again, you have to be fully invested. You have to know the audience. You have to make sure that your podcast is solving a problem that is specific and strategic, that it's not just conversational, that it is actually helping people to achieve whatever goal they're trying to achieve. A specific intentional podcast can be amazing. A podcast, just a podcast and fill air isn't going to get you there. But then you've also got to have the, you know, have it set up in a way where people are opting in, where people are subscribing, um, where, you know, you tell them to opt in so that you can email them as soon as the new podcast is available, where at the end of your podcast, you say something like, um, you know, if you'd like the cheat sheet that goes along with this so that you have a one pager, then go ahead and opt in and you'll receive those after every every podcast. So there's a Mm. lot of things that you can do so that you drive behavior towards people opting in. This is actually fascinating because we know for sure, I've known for a long time, and the stats are very, very dominant, that email list is the key, Mm -hmm. the key to success. And I can tell you for sure that the current strategy of my email list is not working. I'm not getting very many opt-ins. But is there a way of working out which format is the because all I really want to do now is get them to sign up get people to sign up I'm pretty I'm pretty confident the 14 part autoresponder is valuable to people and I'm very proud of it but how do I get them to sign in okay so the first thing I would do is go back to the call I don't know if it was our second call or what where I told you everything had to go through your strategic file yeah your your strategic filter because what are you getting them to opt into what is What is the ultimate goal? It is not one autoresponder. You don't have one catch-all list. Your autoresponder and where you drive traffic to for Twitter for performers is different than Twitter for actors. It's different than Twitter tips for business. So you're, you're slipping backwards a little bit right now because you're going back into the mode of just do, do, do. But that's not strategic. So what is it that what need... Does your autoresponder fill? What niche is it appropriate to? Do you know that your autoresponder series somehow is worded in a way that it is solving a problem that people have? Have you done the keyword research? Have you gone to Reddit and asked questions or done a Facebook poll or done a Twitter poll? Yeah. It's got to be more strategic. It's not it's just amazing what you're saying. It's just amazing. We've done five podcasts today because there's just so much in it. But let me just recap. The first podcast or the, the podcast about selling was about did you do the keyword research? And the answer to that is no. My, my autoresponder series is – I'm married to it, as you said. I've got this 12-part autoresponder series, which is brilliant, a 10-part 
A to Z, A to Z, as you call it there, A to Z of Twitter. Crack the Twitter code. Everything you need to know in 10-minute chunks. To me, I think that's brilliant. But, I, you know, of course I'm going to say that because it's mine. I haven't done any keyword research to work out whether people even care about Twitter, whether I'm the only one in the whole world that thinks it's a cool thing. So that's my, actually, that's my first piece of homework. I've got to go back to the beginning and say, I've had a series of products. Some of them have sold okay. Most of them haven't. And that's because I'm not doing the keyword research. I'm not spending money on paid ads. I'm not, uh, I'm not hanging out with very high profile JV partners. I don't have a very big list. I mean, this is a big, this is big chunky stuff. This is, this is weeks and weeks of homework. And I'm so proud to be able to be honest about this because I'm hoping this is going to help others. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about your homework for this week. What I want you to do is. I want you, and this actually may take you a few weeks because you've got to still keep working on um, getting in touch with brands, making sure that you're identifying the one big lesson that you could teach to somebody. But mm. go back to when we're looking at the three-year goal, you got to go back to, to evaluating um, what is it ultimately that you want to achieve. If what you want to achieve is a certain lifestyle, it can't be a product that's a one-time set it and forget it. You sell it once and you move on to something else. It's got to be more evergreen than that. So how can you change the things that you already have? So what I want you to do is I want you to, to list out every single one of the products that you've created. I want you to, to list what went right what went wrong, and it might be that you're copying and pasting, that what went wrong on all of them is pretty similar from product to product. Yeah, because it was it was BL before Laura. <laughs> but then I want you to start doing keyword research, Reddit research, Google research, Google auto-suggest, where you start to type something into yeah. Google and you see what it kicks out. That's brilliant. And start figuring out what do people actually want. Because it could be, Keith, that you've got 10 products that just, you just need to change them. You don't need to scrap them. Okay. Yeah. And that sounds Good. like easy homework, but I promise you it's not. Because you're going to spend hours diving into each one of these, doing research and figuring out how to make it successful. That is unbelievable. You are right, it's going to take me many, many weeks because, and this is possibly why I have professional ADD, it's like you've opened the door. You know, you've introduced me to another language. You know, I've discovered America and I realise that there's a whole group of people that think in a totally different way to me, you know, which is what must, Christopher Columbus must have thought. There's a whole group of people here that think in different ways. So what you've done is you've introduced me to a whole lot of new ideas, which I was not familiar with. And that might sound surprising because, you know, it's, it might be completely obvious to you. But that's why I'm being so completely honest. I'm hoping that my lessons, my, you know, light bulb moments are going to be helpful to others. And that's why I'm being so honest about it. So you give me lots and lots of homework. I'm going to do that diligently. And I'm now going to edit those five podcasts we've done today because there's some gold in there. Mm -hmm. Yes, there is. And eventually what we'll do is we have the easy ability to turn all of this into a product. Yeah. So thanks so much for your time today. Over an hour now, I'm going to really, really pull this apart and uh, 
hopefully, by next week, you'll be equally as surprised with your grasshopper. <laughs> because I really, really went to town with your homework last week. So let's, let's see how I go this week. Awesome. 